0: Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Three Peeps in the Podcast. My name is Patch, and on today's show, we've got an interview with Jack from David Lloyd. So we're going to be getting an update on how things are going over there after the reopening, and what's coming up, and some enhancements, and some questions from members uh, that Jack has fielded. Secondly, we've got an interview with a new music artist, a local lad from Hanham in Bristol called Robbie Robbie Snowden, who is releasing his first track on Friday. So, um, looking forward to speaking to him and hearing the track. So. Hopefully you enjoyed the last episode with Lockdown Loaves. Um, It was great to speak to Hannah about that good news story coming out of lockdown, opening her own bakery, and it is now thriving. So if you haven't done so already, get along to Winterbourne Down and visit Lockdown Loaves. And the Robins Reunited episode that we published on Sunday with Alex Russell and Jamie McComb has gone down really well. A great walk back down memory lane of that promotion season in 2006-2007 with Bristol City. So uh, more of those to come and more episodes. We're going to do a bit of a bonus show um, on some of the England games with Matt. So looking forward to doing those. The first game obviously coming up on Sunday. But without further ado, I'm going to hand over to myself at David Lloyd in Emerson's Green with Jack. Okay, so I'm here with Jack from David Lloyd. Jack, it's been a, a while since we've caught up, so it's great to great to catch up with you and see how things are going, really. So by way of a general update, you've been reopened almost two months now with various stages mixed into that. Hmm. Um, all facilities now open for sort of the past three weeks How's it been? How's the how's the reopening gone
1: for you? Yeah, it's it's gone really well. Look, it's it's it is very hectic in regards to the updates that we get um, for legislation and for for sort of COVID guidance. Change really really rapidly, um, and and we have to we we have to abide to these these new rules that come in, and we have to flex and change our business accordingly. Um, I think now we're a, a bit more of a level playing field where they're not changed. As frequently. Um, We get a central update sort of every two days from from our from our club support team that just advises us on on new processes. And and it is the new process is coming because the data that the government are uh, are sort of looking at and sending out to to sort of companies like ours and supermarkets, cinemas, and theatres, they're using the data that you guys see on, on the news in most evenings. Um, so the team are working really hard, and look, you know, I, I know it becomes a bit of a, a pain in the backside when people are saying, "Look, can you put a mask on?" We're just following legislation, and, and, and I'd really urge everybody to, if, if you're not exempt, please wear a mask. Um, respect each other. The last thing any of us want is to is to be closed down because we're not following COVID guidance, or actually, if the data states that that the you know the the, the the risk is is high again, we don't want to get back into a tier system. Mm. Um, but as a positive, the club's busy. Um, we're trying to put on as many classes as we can because we know that the class exercise classes are really key for our members. We've, we've currently got two hundred and ten classes a week running. Um, we are flexing the the, the kids offering as well to make sure that we're listening to feedback, um, and we've got some really new exciting exciting classes coming and planned in for the summer. So yeah, I mean the, the team are all back. Um, I don't have anyone on furlough. Um, haven't had for the last two months. I've brought everybody back, which is great. Um, some new faces and a lot more new faces coming. I think I've just recruited my 11th person in two weeks. Wow. Um, I've upped the spa host team to about eight people. Um, one of our, our key members of staff, Emma, who is front of house at the moment on reception, she's going to be leading that team um, to make sure that we've got a host in there as often as we can. We know that area is is a bit of a challenge. With uh, with usage, so we need to make sure that people are, are following etiquette okay. um, and and sticking to how we should run things.
0: Yeah, and, and just to touch on that etiquette bit around face masks, the expectation is everyone wears a face mask unless they're sat down eating or drinking, sat by the pool, or actually physically working out. Yeah,
1: that is absolutely correct. You you don't have to wear a face mask in classes, but it is the movement of people. And, and, and when people are moving, is they should be wearing a face mask. My team are wearing face masks. Um, we wear face masks to serve. We've got the screens that they stand behind, but absolutely, and if everybody can adhere to that, look, we're, we're nearly at the 21st of June. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, I, I personally think, you know, the data suggests it might be rolled back a little bit. We know that the club is going to be busy over the summer. People can't get abroad, um, including myself, uh, which is a bit of a pain. <laughs> but um, look, we, we are going to facilitate as, as much as we can. And, and we're being really, really strict on guest usage and usage from other clubs. You know, we've recently had a had a meeting with with directorship, and, and I've stopped members that join at the other Bristol clubs being able to use this club. Um, and that is really, really positive. And there's more to come on that. Um, and we will switch guests on and off as and when we we can see it's going to be a busy day because my priority is the paying member. You pay a premium, I expect to, to be able to deliver a premium service where I can and, and that's what we, we try and deliver. So unfortunately if there is an, an, a, a blast that goes out via via our website or via the app that says unfortunately no guests today, there's a reason for it. We want to look after our current members mm. um, and, and that's really key and and I know that there's loads of chat on Facebook um, and, and we sort of get informed about it. But I would urge members to come and speak to us directly at the club um, and we will answer the questions because what happens is a message goes out on Facebook and it is misconstrued and suddenly it becomes like 30, 40 people talking about the fire exit is an access point for members not to have to join and mm. they get access. That isn't true and we, we we've dealt with that. Um, but it, it's kinda of sort of cartwheels into into a into a situation, that isn't it?
0: Absolutely it does. So when Freedom Day, which I think is what it's getting called, yeah. it may actually even come on Independence Day, which yeah, would be yeah, even better yeah, be um, comes, so twenty first of June as we stand at the moment, maybe rolled back two, oh. four weeks, who knows. Um, but when that day comes, is it literally gonna be rolled back to February twenty oh. twenty? How it was, or is there some learnings or some things that have worked really well that you're going to bring into that?
1: So, yeah, the, um, look, I, I, I hope as much as everybody that the 21st of June comes along and we can get back to normal. And, and if we can get anywhere near the, where, where we were in, in February 2020, that'd be fantastic. However, what we have learned is that, you know, our members are key so we will continue to manage guests very very hard um, the usage of the club the capacity usage we will continue to manage hence why i'm increasing staff levels in, in key areas one being the spa area um, we've got more lifeguard teams we've got pool hosts that will come out we're very aware that that you know we came back when it was sort of eat out to help out and it, and it was very challenging to manage the the sun loungers I've just ordered 30 more sun loungers. 30? 30. Three zero. Um, the challenge will be how we socially distance them before the 21st of June, but leave that to me. We'll find a way. Um, and they get delivered at the end of next week. So we are trying to, to do everything we can to manage that that sort of capacity issue yeah. um, and if people work together, then great and we can do that. I, I'd urge members to, to to not just drop a towel on a sun lounger then go and train and then expect that sun lounger to be there, we, won't, we can't tolerate that. Mm. It needs to be fair, um, we are, you know, uh, there are about nine clubs in the company now that are trying to put a booking policy in, mm-hmm. so that is being built. Um, so they sort of piloting it, and you'll see. They're, it okay, they're it? piloting it, yeah. And we know that we're a busy club. You know, we're six thousand members now. It is busy. There are will be other other membership um, sort of techniques that we'll bring in over the next three months to to try and I guess keep that keep that member count and, mm. and try not to push it any further. Um, we get regular feedback about oh well, you're still still touring and you're still joining. Yeah, we are a business and mm. um, we've been shut down for quite a long time, and it's cost us. A lot of money, um, so we do need to recoup that. But there is a point where I'm saying we, we you know, we need to really, yeah. really target this, this, this marketplace. And mm-hmm. if that means putting the prices up for new members to join, then that is something we will do. Yeah. Um, as I said earlier, it's about looking after the members that are here. So, you know, I know that the guest policy is a contentious issue, um, but I want you as paying members to to get the facility that you joined up for, yeah. not to fill it full of. People that aren't paying or paying a cheaper
0: rate. Absolutely, um, a few recent enhancements to talk about. Uh, I noticed yesterday an eighty-five-inch Sony TV was uh, was outside, um, and that is now on a trolley and will be wheeled outside with football in mind.
1: Or yeah, look, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, it's been a bit a bit of a challenge getting that in. You know, we've built the terrace area on the most sun-trapped part of Emerson's Green. I think so. Look, we're we're trying to do it. Um, Yeah, the 85-inch TV is here. It's ours. We get to keep it, which is great. Um, It will be for Euros predominantly, but then we'll do Wimbledon. Then we'll do other events. Um, The aim is to try and create that social aspect outside. Mm -hmm. We know that members come here as a destination, a bit of a resort. Um, And actually, it it isn't about just creating a Euro hotspot. That's not what we want. (laughs) But, you know, guys, we we know that people like the hospitality side of this club. Well, and the the, the games are on
0: all day as well, aren't they? Yeah, so so we'll have it out
1: there um you'll see staff running around when it starts to rain pulling an 85 inch (laughs) television in but um yeah we've got that I've had the the speakers outside upgraded yesterday to 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 give a little bit more output so we will be playing music Mm -hmm. um it will be a bit bit more chilled sort of Ibiza classics I think I've been told um and we will get sort of resident DJs in and and we will start you know pushing pushing the promise that we made when we before we were shut down so um we've got a, a bit of a live set going on on monday you, you you all members will get an email um within the next 24 hours about um some filming that's going on in the club monday for the whole of david lloyd um they want to use this club because it's a showcase club at the moment um but on monday evening if if, if people you know i hope six thousand people don't turn up but we've got we've got a bit of a live music event going on nice um so if you're in the club pop your head out onto the terrace and, and see what, see what's happening there Excellent.
0: Another enhancement has been the new app for ordering yeah. food and drink. Um, that's working well, I think, isn't it? Yeah,
1: look, it was, it was something that we developed during lockdown about, you know, to make sure people weren't congregating at the bar and mm. weren't, weren't sort of not abiding to the social distancing. Yeah, it is working. It, it, is, it is something that we were very hesitant to put into Emerson's Green because we are, we are a busy club. Mm. Um, we triple the trade of any other club local to us on, on the, the, sort of the bar area. So it was something that we, we debated for a while. In the end, in, in the whole sort of way that we built this club and sort of opened this club, is uh, let's just do it and see what happens. Yeah. we put it on every table when we should have only put it on 20%. Right. Put it on every table. It will go on sun loungers when we find a, a way of getting that to the sun loungers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's working really well. So we've got the app, which is only on Apple at the moment. They are mm. developing it for Android. We had to choose one. They went with Apple. Mm. Um, so that will really help. We've got the handheld tills. So I've just purchased another handheld till to try and speed up that service. And then you have got the bar that you can go to for takeaway. So we're trying to create that ease of, of, of mm. ordering and ease of getting the food to you. Yeah. Um, the great news is I've managed to keep all the back of house staff. So my chef team is probably the chef team that I've ever worked with. I've um, had 22 years in the industry and these guys are the best. They're producing food quicker than a coffee at the moment. Why? Wow. Um, that's unheard of. And, and actually, my preference would be you get the drink first, then the food. But, yeah. you know, a machine makes it as quick as it
0: Well, I gave it. Well, I gave the app a test drive uh, a couple of days ago and it... Came within two minutes. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing. Um, so, yeah, definitely try and use that if you can. Um, in terms of that app, you said about sun lounges. Can you have food out by the pool? Is it just drink? Okay. Or so, have you got
1: to be seated for food? Yeah. So food will be, um, food, food is only on the terraced area. So it's on the outside of the fence, not on the inside of the fence. Um, we will only serve food to, to that area. You, you know, you can order and then go to a table. You could order from the Sun Lounge and go to a table. You will need to know a table number and make sure it's vacant. Got it, okay. There will be times when we can switch the app delay on. So the app delay may say 15 minute wait, 30 minute wait, 45 minute wait. Yeah. Look at that before you order, yeah. especially if it's a busy Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, just Just know what you're ordering. Um, but the same wait time would be on the handheld anyway. So it, we do that to manage the, 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 the kitchen process. Yeah. Drinks, yeah, absolutely. Drinks will be served in plastic um, on poolside um, and we, we can only sell alcohol whilst there's a lifeguard present. Yeah. Um, so what you may be asked is if you're later on in the evening when the kids have gone and the lifeguard leaves, we may say, look guys, by all means, continue your drinks, but if you'd like to take them to the terrace mm-hmm. um, to finish up, that would be great. Fair enough. Um, and we're looking at ways of trying to get around that. That's a legislation, we yeah. have to abide by that. Um, so it might be that you might not see a lifeguard in lifeguard uniform. You might just see them in a bar uniform or casuals, but mm. it might still mean that they're a lifeguard on yeah. duty. And that's
0: really sensible. Obviously, plastic glasses by a pool, pretty,
1: pretty uh, obvious reasons there. Yeah. And on, on, on that, you know, the, the whole drinking concept or social concept around a pool, you know, it is, it is a really contentious issue. It's really hard. And I, again, I urge members, look, just respect the lifeguard. They are a young team. They know what they're doing. They yeah. are there to save lives. They're not there to babysit children. And they will pull people up if they're getting out of hand. And what, what I don't want this summer is to have to ask people to leave. Mm. We will ask people to leave yeah. if, if they're not, not sort of controlling their behaviour.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I've got a couple of questions, quickfire ones, really, that um, from members. Uh, mask etiquette, we've covered. Yeah. Um, some people who are new to Bristol or have moved in or students or people who are just um, on their own as members often want to play badminton or or tennis. Is there something in place whereby you can pair people up? Because a lot of people want to play badminton, but they've got no one to play against. Yeah,
1: and... absolutely. So Dave, my rackets manager, looks after Dave Gibbon, looks after the... Uh the badminton and tennis side of the business. He's setting up um, some buddy options as well. Um, So uh, if if you are one of those people that is looking for a partner to play with or or just looking for someone to play against, then let us know at reception. They'll point you in the direction of Dave, and he'll be able to look at sort of the abilities and and, and see where you can get to. So yeah, absolutely, we we want to enhance that. We've, you know, we've got a football, um, not football, but we've got a little football pitch in the sports hall as well that you can Mm. have a kick about on, but we've got basketball in there now as well. So what we're trying to do is, if people just want to shoot some hoops, Come and ask us, if it's free, go shoot some hoops. It's about making sure that usage is there and the availability.
0: Perfect. Um, Capacity, we've covered people coming in the fire exit um you you've you sort of covered that but do you yeah, want to just look, touch on that know, a little
1: the, bit the marquee you know we, we we did outdoor offering for for quite a while to get the club back open yeah. um the exit fire exits were, were were used to get into the marquee we are still running classes in the marquee marquees will be removed next week um but we are still using that the the, the five people that were caught going in and out of the fire exit have been dealt with and and this is what is, 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 is really great about Facebook, but also can just sort of add to the, the, I guess the antagonism of, of, of Facebook is, you know people jump on the bandwagon and it's like look come and tell us speak to us directly and Mm. you'll get the answers um we won't respond to facebook because that's not the forum that we do it in Mm. um and we are very aware that people do try and sneak in and we will be on it but we can't be everywhere at once so Mm. i'd urge every member to say look you know jack there's someone going out fire exit if they're seeing it there's someone letting someone in tell me point Mm. them out and we'll get we'll move them on And, and we have done and we will continue to do that
0: Perfect, brilliant. Um Sun Lounger etiquette, we've covered. You've got more thirty more Sun Loungers coming. Um someone asked about the Moretti tap <laughs> at the bar. Yeah. Um so I think it's had Heineken on it and Bud, um is there an issue with the supply of Moretti? Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: okay. there you go, there's a single answer. Yeah, there's is an issue with the supplier. Um, look, we run off a keg unit. It's twenty. It's a 20-litre barrel system. It allows us to move the keg unit outside to the outdoor bar. We're getting a second one, so happy days. The challenge is, is that everybody wants Moretti. Everyone wants a 20-litre keg unit, and the supply is just... 20 litres yeah, to
0: themselves? Yeah, Jeez. pretty much.
1: And and, and the supply is just, is just not keeping up with our demand. Um, but what we won't do is run out of beer. We, we've experienced <laughs> that. Um, and if we have to put it Heineken, Budweiser, whatever we can get hold of, yeah. we will get. And that means... So that, you endeavour to have it, a draft line. <laughs> Guys, we need lager, right? So we, we, will get, we will get what we can. But look, our preference is beer moretti. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Brilliant. Okay. Um, plans to offer more classes? I noticed the spirit class, which looks beautiful, by the wow. way. Did you? Yeah, very nice. Very aesthetically pleasing. There you go. Um, is there any uh, more classes coming down the line? I mean, someone asked about a salsa class or dance classes, things like that.
1: Yeah, so we've actually been, with you know, Hannah and the team have been recruiting um, quite hard for, for more group X and, and more variation we are absolutely looking at salsa and, and, and dance. I don't really want to put it in a studio. I'd love to put it out on the terrace on, on sort of the decked area. Be nice. I think it'd be a great evening evening to, to do that. Live music. live music. live yeah. music, get, get barbecue going. Spirit is coming. It's, it's been in and we wanted to do a big launch. We, we planned the launch, then we were shut down because of the pandemic. Um, so yeah, we had the 20-foot cherry blossom trees that we kept in our pocket mm. for a while and then <laughs> uh, put them up and that went down really well. And that is how we will launch our, our, our signature products. We've got six signature products in David Lloyd. We operate five here. Um, and they're really, really, really popular. And, and we will continue to look at that. The great thing is, is that we've managed to get Blaze operating in a really, really safe way. So if you haven't tried Blaze since we've come back, go and try it because I uh, tell you, it puts you through your paces. So wow. it's, it's good.
0: Excellent. Um, sustainability. I was really impressed the other day. went in to play badminton. Lights were off, as mm-hmm. they are now. Um, walk in, lights come on. Uh, yeah. Obviously great for energy saving the carbon footprint reduced is there anything else like that that yeah, you'd like so, to
1: highlight so it's so a back of house at every every office is on PIR systems as you said the you know, the PIR system is you walk into the room and the light comes on which is is really really good we run off a, a CHP unit so it's a combined heat and power unit um and and everything is is sort of recycled as, as, as best as we can um the great news about this club is is that we built it fresh and and we put sort of uh, master switches in so when we lock up at night we drop a switch, the whole building shuts down other than you saw the pumps that maintain the pools. Um, We come in in the morning, one switch, everything is lit up and operating. Car parking and outdoor lights, when every member leaves, they should all be on. Um, And it is literally 45 minutes after the last person's left that they all go out. Um, And it's a really sustainable club. Our our carbon footprint is really low. And we will continue to to, to manage that. The, The challenge you've got is when we if we add to this facility or we increase the temperature of pools by one degree, that Mm. pushes it up. But so we manage that daily.
0: Brilliant. Okay. Uh, that does bring me on to the next question about the temperature, um, of the hydro pool and the jacuzzi. Mm -hmm. Um, members have commented, it seems to fluctuate. There's obviously a reason for that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Look, we're, we're, we're trying our best to maintain it so that we don't close it. Um, we, when we do close it to, um, clean the water, we we empty the water, we refill it, it's refilled via a cold source, and then we have to heat it. So there will be times when you come in, it might be two, three degrees cooler. Um, The reason for that is we we manage the the chlorine and and pH levels on a two hour basis. Um, We've got automated machines that tell us when it's too high, too low. We have to react to it or it's closed and then it could be closed for a week. And that is not the area that I want to close down. So we, we have to, We have to work on it straight away. Um, The volume of people that use that area, we're very aware that we need to keep it operational. So look, we we are trying to change the times that we we do the the maintenance on it so that it isn't the same users that get the cold water or the colder spa. Mm. Um, So we're trying to change that. We're doing it later in the evening so it heats up overnight. Um, we're doing it first thing in the morning so that by the time users come in, it's, it's better. So hopefully I, you should see that. Yeah,
0: I guess it that volume of water, it takes a while to warm up, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: so, so, yeah, yeah, you know, it's quite a few bath loads in there. Yeah. Uh, but what will really help it is if members have a shower before they use it. You know, have so, you a it so you haven't got to clean it as frequently. Yeah, i haven't got to clean it as frequently. If they, members are using oils, please don't get in it. If members have got sun cream on, don't get in it. You know, wash yourselves. If we all washed ourselves before we used any of our pools, we would have less downtime. Um, and, and we operate that way in Germany you know if, if you went to our German clubs you wouldn't get in a pool unless you had a shower right. it, you, you're not allowed um, and so it, it's something that we would really really appreciate I don't want to put more signage up there's too many signage going up in this club about yeah. the pandemic have but, you had a shower yeah but seriously <laughs> we have pop up banners that say right. have you had a shower and so if everyone can shower before using our pools and the spas great yeah be
0: really. Yeah, happy. And, and it's it's one of those things like putting a mask on before you walk in it's something yeah. you think oh I haven't done that I haven't done yeah that. So, and, and,
1: and we don't just make these rules up for for fun it it helps us with balancing our water levels and balancing the hygiene of the water um and and look the pools are run really well they're very hygienic when pools are closed there's a reason for it it's just not oh we can't be bothered to operate the pool today it's it's generally because we have to clean it and get and get the chlorine levels fantastic
0: you spoke there about um controlling the ph levels and you know, often there's, there's a member of staff coming around, taking a sample, checking the pH level. And um, I'm, I'm excited to actually speak to uh, Dave Jones, one of the member of staff, because um, obviously I've seen him doing it. And yep. we're going to talk a bit more about his role, do a few profiles on some staff. We're also planning to do an audio tour of the spa to how you can get the best out of it. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people use them and they don't quite know how to get their best out yeah. of it. Whether you should go in the sauna first, the steam room, yeah. when you should put ice on, that yeah. sort of stuff. So um, looking forward to that. So stay tuned in the future. But um, for now, Jack, thank you very much for joining You're very us. very welcome, Patch. Answering all the questions. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed this. Um, and, yes, yeah, stay tuned for more. But coming up after the break... We've got a local artist who is releasing a song uh, on Friday and his name is Robbie Snowden and I'll be talking to him. But first of all,
2: here is that track. I say I love you but you don't know that it's fake I loved you once but now my feelings changed Don't know how to say this so your heart doesn't break But I know I need to tell you face to face I've been treating you all too long else you belong I never meant for us to feel this pain My heart mm. just
0: Okay, so that was all good things by Robbie from Hannum, Bristol and Robbie is with me now Robbie how are you sir I'm uh, I'm very well thank you how are you I'm doing all right thanks for coming on the show and thanks for uh yeah sending that track It's absolutely loved it so congratulations first of all on that track but uh let's take a step backwards and just understand what first got you into music
3: to be honest my my dad's very musical so I kind of I think I've got it from him mainly but I've always, like, when I was younger, I was always in choirs. And okay. then I kind of, I was, like, until I was about 13, 14, I'm guessing. And then um, I'd say about five years ago now, like, I got back into music. So I started songwriting about five years ago. So I, I've actually wrote the song about five years ago.
0: Wow. Which
3: is crazy. Yeah, crazy to think.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the song's, you know, about a breakup. So did you sort of write it... Um, about a personal relationship or was it something that inspired you that you'd watched on the tv
3: um I'll keep that one to myself I reckon Pat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> brilliant brilliant um so tell us a little bit more about so you that's how you got into music um and what made you actually create this song write the song is it something that is a passion that you're going to pursue now
3: um yeah it's, well it's always been a hobby and it has been a passion at the same time. Like I I basically started five years ago songwriting then like three years ago I, I took singing lessons to like get back to what like my voice was. Mm-hmm. Um, started playing the guitar, learning piano, drums. Um, and then it's only more recently where I've actually learned to record um, like over lockdown and stuff. Like I've realized I might as well like be doing something with this stuff. Like I might as well record it. Um, and yeah, this is the first one of many.
0: I hope. So. Wow, wow. Well, what, a, what, a, what a leap! And it's great. Another story. Our previous podcast was about someone who um, started their own bakery out of lockdown, um, and this this is a, a story of someone who's making their own track now uh, during lockdown. So. What's the next steps then with this track? You're going to release it Friday, which is the 11th of June for, for people who are listening in the future. Um, what, what's the process?
3: It's basically on all platforms. So Spotify, Apple Music, um, BBC Radio Introducing, I've sent it to. It's on YouTube as well, SoundCloud, pretty wow. much everything. So if, if you like to listen, you're more than welcome to Save it.
0: absolutely so <laughs> anyone who's listening just do do robbie a favor get your phone out go on amazon music or whatever subscribe you're subscribed to play the track and let's get robbie uh flying up the up the download charts what a fantastic story that would be um so what what's what's next robbie obviously you know this song will be successful what's uh what's next if you you've, say you've got more tracks written yeah
3: yeah i've got more tracks written i've got one um like an edm type club type track which i'm like writing at the minute and then i've also i've got um like an 80s vibe one like acoustic one um a piano one yeah i've got i've got quite a few on the way yeah excellent so in this track you write the song and you do all the instruments as well i wrote the song and i knew what type of vibe i wanted but i always thought it was better um as an acoustic one and then like i wrote it that the guy who wrote the guitar is my um, music teacher. Why? Um and he um he basically said this this song will need a beat. So mm-hmm. um I went on to Fiverr. I don't know, have you heard yeah, Fiverr? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Went on to Fiverr, basically s- saw the reviews on all these um producers and stuff, asked one of them, hey, can you can you make a beat for this? And and thankfully they said yeah, and then yeah, it's got mixed and mastered and here it is
0: and obviously it's your voice fantastic voice very impressed with that Thank you. um tell, tell me a little bit about your inspiration the type of music you would listen to growing up or was it quite quite eclectic quite quite varied
3: um this is the thing it's it's really varied from like songwriting wise i i tend to use older like artists like i i use the beatles abba um for songwriting and stuff but In terms of inspiration now, the most artists I listen to are are typically in the genre. So like Harry Styles, Bruno Mars, um, Ed Sheeran, Mm -hmm. Bieber's another one. Um, Yeah, just all those artists, really.
0: So, so coming up, you've got a, an EDM, which I, 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 for understand, means electronic dance music. Yeah. Um, yeah. For anyone who, who's not sure, and eighties music coming up as well. But how would you describe this one? I guess it's is it pop? Would you describe it as it's, pop?
3: Um, yeah, I'd say it's like acoustic pop. Yeah, it's like it's got a beat to it, but it's based on the guitar. Yeah, I'd say it's most, mostly pop. It's what you'd hear on the radio, definitely.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah, as I say, really enjoyed the track. So um, please do do get involved. Really exciting times to see how how this gets received. And uh, I imagine you're so you're actually going to press go and it all appears on these things. It's midnight tonight or is it already on there?
3: Um, No, yeah, it will be. So I think it's it's midnight. The way it works on District it's it's based on New York. So it's 12 a.m. in New York. And then the time difference is for us, I think it's five hours, so it'll be 5 a.m. is when we can get it. And, uh, yeah, right. so it'll be re- available tomorrow, 11th of June.
0: Okay, well, by the time this podcast, you, you listen to it, please do get out your phones and uh, and download that track, um, stream it, whatever you want to do. But, uh, Robbie, it's been great to catch up with you. Thanks for submitting that track, and uh, I look forward to hearing it on the radio and on my Alexa. Um, thanks so so we'll be we'll be uh, watching watching progress um, and we'll be keeping a close eye on Robbie Snowden so thanks for joining us a few more podcasts coming up in the next few weeks we've got um, bonus shows coming up on the England games um, and Robbins reunited uh, Lee Peacock and Lee Matthews will be joining me to talk back through their Bristol City career Um, and yeah thanks for listening we'll take care and speak soon